Welcome to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. I'm Catherine Mora, founder and CEO of Change Empire Books. We help coaches, speakers, and entrepreneurs write and publish quality books and get them out into the world. We believe that thought leaders are made through a combination of quality of service, planning, and authenticity. Do you want to impact lives and leave a legacy? Stick around until the end of the show and we'll reveal how you could be our next guest on the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. Let's get started. Your host, Starlet Henderson here with this episode's thought leader, Shane Barker of shanebarker.com. How are you doing, Shane? I'm doing awesome, Starlet. How are you? I'm good, and we're getting um, we're getting a little bit of snow over here, but everything's great, um, so that's fine for me. And uh, you're in California, so tell me about what your um, life and company is like out in California. Yeah, so I'm in Sacramento, California, actually the capital of California, and we uh, we actually just had a huge storm that just came through that was like rattling our house, and it was kind of a crazy time. My poor dog thought it was the end of the world or something, but oh, thank goodness we made it through. But yeah, so it's been you know we're in Sacramento. I know it was kind of crazy. So I have a my my company's once again out of Sacramento. I have a fully remote team. I've got about thirty employees, um, and it's pretty much a consulting firm. I think we'll probably jump into that a little later in regards yeah. to thought leadership and how I got to where I'm at, but. Um, Things have been going good. It's been a crazy time with COVID, but we were able to pivot and good things are happening. So I'm excited about chatting with your audience today. Yeah, that's good. Good things are happening. I love that attitude, right? I mean, it is sometimes our response and what we make of the situation. Um, so that's good to hear. It sounds like a, a good a good spot to be in. Um, let's rewind. Um, we were talking, you said you've been in marketing for 25 years, um, but you know, bring me back that 25 years. I know it's different then than it is now when you speak of marketing. Um, tell me how you got into what you're doing right now. Yeah, so I, I did. Yeah, I started market, doing marketing probably 25 years ago. I was doing it before. I think it was even called digital marketing. We were doing SEO before it was SEO. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm a little older. You know, as you can see, people can, I, I have gray in my beard, which means <laughs> that either I should be a little wiser, right? So that's what we're hoping over maybe the last shave. 25 years. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, maybe should. Maybe should. Maybe it's a COVID beard. Maybe maybe it is what it is. Maybe I've just given up on the beard and just letting it grow and trying to be proud of it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's the it's been 25 interesting years. I've done uh, a lot of different things. Um, as I was saying earlier, I, you know, I used to own a bar in Chico, California. Mm-hmm. Um, used to, I call it Shane 1.0. I used to travel around open restaurants. So I have a, my, uh, the service industry is deep in, in my roots of, you know, taking care of people and making sure people are taken care of. Um, and then we have Shane 2.0, which was, I started doing my own companies. Um, mm-hmm. I really have been um, an entrepreneur almost since the beginning, other than when I was opening restaurants. Um, Cause I realized through opening the restaurants, I was on, ended up from a busser all the way to the corporate um, and was doing that, was traveling around the United States. And it was awesome. Um, A little lonely at times, but it was awesome. I was doing training um, and for like the POS systems and doing training for managers and bartenders and servers. And it was great. Um, But really what I kind of missed was having my own business. I really have always been an entrepreneur at heart. I, you know, had a lemonade stand at age five and it just up from there. I was very infatuated with the idea of the psychology of making money and how to get people to buy something and how that worked. And so I've always kind of, uh, I've always strived to, to, to do that and kind of, you know, once again, steer people the right way, but to be able to figure out what is most beneficial for my clients and, and how we can get people to buy stuff. So 
that journey is, I mean, I have, uh, I used to own a, uh, a real estate company um, that we were going after lenders, kind of a long story, built it up to $25 million, had 130 employees. Um, so that was a, a phenomenal journey. Um, I've had many businesses, you know, some have failed, some have made it, uh, but really all that has, has created a foundation for myself to be able to help businesses. Um, and that really is what it's been. It's been, you know, the beginning I had no money and was grinding it out and trying to figure out how to do it and was on websites like Get a Freelancer, which now it's freelancer.com. I think it's been bought like three times since I jumped on there. I was one of the originals on there and finding freelance workers. And so I've been doing this a long time. You know, I've learned a lot through that and understand about how to put processes in place. I mean, I, I do have a real estate flipping business that I have right now. I also have my consulting business. And then I also work for the Small Business Administration, helping businesses right now during hard times because of COVID. So uh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I got a lot of stuff going on. It does sound like it. You got your hands in a lot of different things, right? So um, let me uh, dig into kind of like maybe what would bring them all together is this idea of thought leadership, right? You've got a lot of businesses, a lot of years, meaning a lot of lessons learned. So um, let's get right to it and ask, you know, what does being a thought leader mean to you? Yeah, so it's interesting. So the idea of being a thought leader, it's, you know, it's funny, I, I for the longest time, uh, it was hard to swallow, right, the idea of being a thought leader. And, and I think um, over the years, it's I've become more comfortable with it when you, you know, like when I've spoken at, at events, I, I speak internationally, um, mm-hmm. obviously haven't in the last year, it's been a little slow, but webinars have been good. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> I, I think when I, I started getting people coming to me when I was off stage and saying, hey, I love your blog and a lot of the content you create is, you know, it's really changed my life and you've really helped my business. That's when I really, because I'm a very humble person um, mm-hmm. and I, I really want to help everybody. You know, I'm, I was raised by hippies here in California. So I'm a hugger and I care and, you know, I want to like make sure people are taken care of. And I think that's when I really realized that I was jumping into a thought leadership position and the things that I was doing. I mean, I started my website um, about nine years ago, blogging. Um, now I write for about 150 different websites and that's like Inc and Forbes and some really big, um, and that's really helped catapult my thought leadership. Um, we talked a little bit about this before we started the podcast, but I also teach a class at UCLA, mm-hmm. um, a personal branding, how to be an influencer course. And the way that I got that, the way that they reached out to me is because of my thought leadership. Um, I actually didn't apply for the job. They reached out to me and said, hey, we've seen you. Right. We've seen what you've done. You're one of the original people in the influencer space. We'd really love to talk to you. And they were looking for a practitioner. So because of that's when it really started to sink in that, hey, thought leadership, like this is something like I, I definitely have built something, a personal brand that is is making waves and it's making changes and, and helping people. So um, I was honored that when UCLA reached out to me, because once again, I don't have my master's degree. So it's very little unorthodox to not have your master's and teach at UCLA. Um, but they brought me in and, and it was a phenomenal program. And so we built that out with uh, Amanda, a good friend of mine, Amanda Russell. Um, and it was, it was awesome. It was a great, great experience. So, um, you know, the thought leadership thing is an, it's just interesting because it's, you know, I'll, I'll do calls with my team and we'll have, you know, somebody on the call that we're talking to a, you know, fortune 500 company or, or somebody like that. And it's really weird to have my team talk about me in third person when I'm on the call and they're like, well, Shane Barker does this and Shane Barker does this. And I'm just like smiling, like, that's what he does. And I'm Shane and, but I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to let them talk about me in the third person. So I, I've gotten more used to it over the years. Um, and once again, that's because people have come up and people have said things and other people have compared me to, you know, one guy that says, God, man, you're like, it's like you and Gary V. And I'm like, I'll take that. I'll absolutely right? take yeah, that. That's actually, absolutely a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when you hear more of that, you, you start to accept it more and more, but I, for me, it's important to stay humble. 
and stay hungry and, and to really support people. And so that's why I'm excited about the podcast because you guys have such an, a phenomenal audience and what you guys have built. And I think the thought leadership side of things and ties directly into to book and publications and getting that out there and, and showing what your expertise is. Cause there's a lot of people don't believe that what they, the history, what they've done that somebody wants to hear about it, or that there's an expertise there, you know, that you can write a book or put something out there, but you absolutely can. People are, you know, they're more and more, they're, they're clamoring for information, for knowledge and mentorship. And then obviously can be through book publications. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny when you talked about your team talking about Shane Barker as a third person. Yes, but really they're talking about, I mean, it's a brand. That's like the epitome of success right there. I mean, you've become a brand when you were being spoke of in the third person. Um, that's kind of what it, came to light to me. And no, and that is it. And and that's, but that is, it's a hard pill to swallow because I'm like, somebody's talking about me. Like, do I say, yeah, we really like Shane. Like, should we just go like full third party and just <laughs> act like I'm not Shane? You know, so that's, what's been interesting to me. Cause what do you do? Like I'm on these calls and I just smile and shake my head and I just bob my head like, yes, this is the guy that you guys will be working with. And I might even say something as Shane Barker, who knows, or maybe I don't, I, I don't know, but it's just, you know, that's when I started to, once again, that's when it starts to kind of sink in. You're like, okay, we, this is we built something big here. And, and once again, it's, it's kind of been an awesome journey. Yeah. Um, so what do you say to your students? Um, let's just take your students or even your audience when they are um, up and coming thought leaders, how do they get um, through those hard parts and understanding that what they have to say is important? Yeah. I think what's interesting today is because there's, there's a lot, I mean, especially when it comes to content creation, there's just a lot of, you know, everybody's putting out information, whether it be podcasts, whether it be videos, whether it be something like that. I think mm -hmm. what is, what's important is that you don't, people need to realize is that you don't need to have a million followers to be a thought leader, right? You don't need to have a crazy, crazy, in, insane audience to do that. And I've been doing it for a long time and I've put you know a lot of money and resources and time into it. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm at the position where I'm at because of, because I was one of the earlier people to talk about influencer sure, marketing yeah, and some different things. In. Yeah, exactly. I've, I've put in, you know, it's, it's, it's been a lot of time and energy and money. And so the thing is, is it, it's important to realize that, you know, from a thought leadership position, you don't necessarily, once again, your audience doesn't have to be crazy. You can build a great you know, you can build a great presence online with a smaller audience mm -hmm. that's more engaged, right? And back in the day, it was like, how many followers do you have and how big is your audience? And that had to have been a variable, a, a kind of sure. a, mat a metrics that people would look at. Now I'm telling people, hey, listen, if you want to create a book or do a course or do something, I mean, you can create a course and, and have 50 people there at, you know, $250 and you're making 10 grand a month. I mean, mm -hmm. it's easy, right? So it's a lot easier to be able to do that. It doesn't need to be anything insanely huge. You can, what you want to do is you want to engage your audience and find a more engaged audience. And it's all about quality over, over quantity. I, I think it's just important. gonna say that, <laughs> but you're the guest, and that's why you got to it first. <laughs> it sounded like you were talking quality, quality over quantity. That's great. So yeah, hands down. Yeah. What are, um, can you share a story maybe of, um, someone who you've kind of, um, helped along the way, uh, to, through that journey and that transition? Yeah. So there's, it's funny. So we, we do have kind of what we call, it's kind of like a thought leadership package. You would, it's not something you would see on my website, but we offer it to um, a lot of the companies that we work for. The idea of it being, Hey, if you're um, an owner or, you know, a co-founder or a founder, and, and you want to be able to kind of get on the radar and people to know your company and you as an individual, get you on podcasts and, you know, write a book. And obviously the things that tie into thought leadership, um, we don't offer it on the website. I, I'm very 
picky about who I work with on that because there needs to be certain parameters, right, to be Elective. able to make it. And exactly, there's got to be things that you've a foundation that you've already built, and then we can we can build off of that. Um, I, I think the thing is with thought leadership, and, and the cool thing about it is that that really, you know, like I said, having a good foundation that there's it, it is possible. You know, it is absolutely possible. And I think that a lot of people think thought leadership isn't possible. That once again, you need to be a Gary V or you need to be a, you know, Tim Ferriss or something. It's not necessarily that. Um, it, is, it is feasible and it is something that can be obtainable. Um, and I would say, you know, we talk about an example of that. I have a, one of my first influencer marketing clients was a, a client by the name of Zoe Rodriguez. She was a, a fitness influencer. And at that time, they weren't even really influencers. They were just social media people that had a good following. And right. Zoe came to me and, and said, hey, I just want to kind of like, you know, get more sales. And the interesting part about her is she was a, as she was a fitness person, but she had a, a program called Build a Better Booty. So we don't really need to go into heavy details of what that means, but I think, I think the I audience probably gets the idea. I think, yep, I wouldn't Google it either. It's, it's up to you unless you want to. But um, the thing is, is that she was making about $40,000 a month um, off of selling eBooks online. And, and she was absolutely an influencer and a thought leader in the, in the uh, fitness space. We ended up after about one year, we got her to about $1.6 million um, online all through Instagram. And so that was interesting because she was very, uh, she was famous on Instagram, but we made her uh, really a celebrity because we were doing offline of type events. We were doing um, webinars. We were doing a course for her. We really kind of took her from being an Instagram you know, influencer to being a thought leader in the uh, in, in, in the fitness space. Right. So that's once, once again, was something that we really kind of grinded my teeth in the influencer space was I was, I mean, we got brand offers from people. And then we were also negotiating with uh, Instagram profiles and other influencers to do her course. And so it was interesting. It was just a, a a lot of learning at that time and really kind of catapulted me into where I'm at today in the influencer space. Yeah. I'm trying to do the quick math on that, but I can't, but um, that is Uber, Uber um, improvement over the 40,000. <laughs> she, yes, yeah, she was making, she was clearing almost at one point she was almost making, she was making over a hundred thousand dollars a month, about 120, $130,000 a month. Um, and it was incredible. I mean, I, I was looking at this thing going, she's selling $20 fitness eBooks. And it blew me away. Like I, on my website, I, you know, I couldn't get somebody to give me an e free email address and, and their name and, and last name. And, and she was selling these fitness eBooks that were all the beauty, the beauty of it is they're all PDFs. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, free to send. And once you've created the content, that's what your cost is. Now it's all revenue after that. So um, we did some interesting, we rebranded everything. We redid our logo. We redid our website, got a new URL. Um, you know, she was a cartoon character before. Now we made her into a real person. Well, didn't convert her into a real person. Right, she was yeah. a real person. That, but the, the image was the image. Kind of, Yeah, for branding. So we did, once again, she was uh, one of those people. I mean, she was clearing $1.6 million as a 22-year-old out of, you know, South Beach, Florida. And, um, you know, not too bad last time I checked, not too bad. No, and it doesn't hurt that it was something marketable. I'm sure that there, you know, there's some people that want to build a better booty. So that, that helps, but it That's, doesn't have to be all about that. Um, no, it, it doesn't. <laughs> what is it like for you? I know you said you like to, um, you know, you want to make sure that you're taking care of people. What is it like for you when you hear, um, back from somebody that, you know, maybe even it was just, you know, someone you helped recently pivot through COVID or, you know, 20 years ago, you're seeing them now and you can, um, you know, feel good about and point to, I helped with that. Yeah. I, you know, for me, when I, I mean, that really touches my heart when somebody reaches out to me and says, Hey, you helped me do this, or you changed my life by doing this, or I listen to your podcast. And, um, I really appreciate the content you're putting out there. Um, for me, I mean, I, I have a, a number of stories like that. I, I, 
you know, the, the idea that somebody is, is that comes and reaches out to me and tells me that, that, you know, once again, they, cause that's sometimes hard for people to do, you know, and when they do, I, I just really take it to heart. I'm a very emotional person. So when people do that, it's like, that just touches my heart. I, I, I love that is, was always my goal from the beginning when we started the website um, and the blog was to give free information for people to get as, gain as much information as they could. Um, hopefully enough information to be able to do it on their own. We talk about, you know, SEO, content marketing, talk about influencer marketing, CRO. I mean, there's, you know, a hundred things we talk about. Um, and the goal was once again, just to give free value and for people, you know, understanding, especially during, during these days with COVID and, you know, it becomes hard. Everybody's having to make that transition from offline to online right. because of, you know, things are going with the government and closing down and, and the States. So that's why, you know, 10 months ago, I, I, I pivoted my, well, my business is still doing my private consulting, but I've been working a lot with the small business administration, um, actually the SBA, which is small business development centers. Um, and really I'm a regional advisor to help businesses. You know, I, I took a, a huge pay cut to go and work with the SBDC, but that wasn't, my goal wasn't to, wasn't because of the money. It was because sure. I knew that I have knowledge that can help businesses. So my team was a little confused. I was like, Hey, guess what? I'm <laughs> doing work for the SBDC. And they're like, well, how much? And I said, told them out. And they're like, isn't like a huge pay cut. I'm like, it is, but that's not the point. Right. My, my point isn't about money. It's about helping people. Cause if I have knowledge that I can give to somebody for free, um, and I'm sleeping at night and not giving that information to people that I know people aren't sleeping because of how of hard times. Oh, yeah. I I have I have a you know fiduciary responsibility to to give people knowledge as much as I can to be able to help them through hard times. So that's been my that's my goal for 2020. And now obviously you know sliding into 2021, my goal is to help more people. Yeah. And I think that's such a great resource. Just speaking personally, um, you know, so are you, you're not a score mentor, but you're helping the local um, administration and the development centers with some classes and things. Exactly. Yeah. So it's all through the SBA, small business administration score being, you know, one of those, but what I do is I do webinars for them. So we did a four part series webinars for the state of California. Um, and then I also do one-on-one -on -one consulting for businesses. And I have a team that does one-on-one -on -one consulting um, with the goal of being, you know, Hey, listen, we have so many sessions that we can spend with each client and what can we do to make the, the most amount of traction for them? Right. Not, you know, we talk about like SEO that could take six months, right. you know, so we're mm -hmm. looking at things like what can we do to, to tap into your current client list and what can we do to, you know, once again, let people People know that you're still in business and offering specials and doing advertising and, and getting a little a little frisky, getting a little gritty, right? Getting going yeah. back to the, the hustling roots of like, hey, we, we maybe we don't have a big budget, but what can we do to be able to get you out there and, and let the world know that you're still around and to support you? Because it really comes down to support and local support. Yeah, and, and a lot of people need that right now. Um, well, Definitely. one thing we do on this show often or all the time actually is, um, have our guests give a book recommendation because it's free and people can go to the library or, um, find it, you know, at a reduced price. It's, uh, it's information that's out there to be had. So can you share with us a book recommendation for our audience? Yeah, I definitely can. So, you know, this is one, it's a, uh, it's an old school favorite and it's a, could be a little cliche, but I do, I like to listen to it at least once a year as a think and grow rich, okay. um, you know, by Napoleon Hill. I mean, that's the, the crazy part that it was written. I don't know. Was it seven years ago? It's something crazy. It was obviously Time not a recent book. Part, right. <laughs> yeah, it really does. And it, but yet it's still so applicable to today. Um, and I, you know, I, I, I myself try to listen to at least two or three audible books, Audible because if I go to start reading a book, I like ADHD. So I'll start thinking about this and what do I need to wear and who, sure. what client I need to help. And <laughs> so I listen to Audible. I like to, to get a little workout in the morning and listen to my Audible. But um, Think and Grow Rich is something that's been a, a staple 
um, for me, once again, not necessarily just to make money and grow rich, but the idea of, you know, working with other people and, and, and the process of that and, and better understanding that. So that's been, there's probably 15 other books that I've read as well, but that's one that's it's just been kind of a continuous staple in my life. Yeah. And it's actually a recommendation that comes up often on this show. So audience, um, if you have not gone out to get it, I would say that this is your hint um, to check out Think and Grow Rich. And like you said, it's not about making money. It's more of a, a rich lifestyle, rich human you know, experience, rich in different terms. So Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Absolutely. Hill. All right, yeah. Shane, shanebarker.com. Thanks for your time today. Thanks for your thoughts and your leadership. Absolutely, Stroud. Thank you so much for having me. And if anybody needs to get in contact with me, you can go to shanebarker.com or I'll even give you my personal email at shane at shanebarker.com. Too easy. Thanks again. (laughs) Thank you. Catherine Mora here. Thank you so much for listening to the Thought Leaders to Watch podcast. If you are a successful coach, speaker, or entrepreneur who would like to be on this program, please visit changeempire.com slash podcast slash apply. If you got something out of this interview, please share this episode on social media. Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag Thought Leaders to Watch. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and they mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Go to our website, changeempire.com, or follow me on LinkedIn as Catherine Moore. We're on Facebook and Instagram as Change Empire Book Coaching. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time.